Peace, love, and light. Welcome to another installment of 30 Talk. I am your host, Him Not Them. As always, gotta give a shout out to the ancestors, the elders, listeners, likers, and subscribers. Can't show the hate, no love. As always, drink your water, eat your greens. We are here, we are live, and we are in full effect. Those were the sounds of St. John. Time for Demons, off his Wow, The World Is Burning album. Definitely check it out. Got the feels, got the vibes, got the traps, got the highs, right? With that being said, hopefully the family is doing well. Greetings and salutations. We're going to hop right into it. We got 30 days. We got 30 days. All right, some people feel as though that 2020 was the worst experience when we are looking or defining experiences. Right, people lost jobs, people lost family members, people lost a lot. But amongst that tumultuous turmoil, right, was a lot of gains as well. People gained wisdom, excuse me, people gained wisdom, people gained insight. People finally had an opportunity to slow down, right? A lot of what we are experiencing in this fast paced world is that we're trying to keep up with the Joneses, as they say. And quite frankly, everybody's last name isn't Jones, (laughs) all right? We have to fulfill our legacy as individuals or start legacies as individuals, all right? And with that being said, a lot of what we are experiencing with these last 30 days is not going to give us momentum for the next 365, all right? So a lot of what I want the family to take in, take heed to, to understand, to garner, to gain, to gather is these 30 days can potentially set the momentum for the next 365. And if we want to have um, a prominent year in front of us, we got to end strong. And the opposition, per usual, is trying to distract us, trying to keep us off kilter, you know, keep us off our rocker. And we have, I don't know, I don't want to say we've been set back years as a culture, (laughs) but... Um, you know, the, the, excuse me, the distractions will show towards the end of any great race. All right. When you want to finish strong, that's when the distractions will come. That's when the proverbial monkey on your back will come. All right. So we don't want to allow the opposition or our inner demons to keep us from fulfilling that. When I was speaking about setting us back as a culture over the last 10 days, we had the Roy, the Roy Jones, Mike Tyson fight. Last installment, we had the Gucci versus Jeezy. This week, we got the Jones versus Tyson. All right, but the pre fight was the Nate Robinson versus Jake Paul, where Nate Robinson got his sonic rings knocked out his head. <laughs> and I'm only using that in a joking manner because that was what the meme was for these last couple of days. But the reason why I bring it up is because a lot of people were so quick to jump on Nate Robinson's back for losing. All right, when if he was a smart individual, he would see that. As serious as he, Nate Robinson, takes basketball, Jake Paul looked like an amateur fo- an amateur fighter, an amateur boxer, I should say. 
Because when I seen his highlight footage before the fight, I was like, whoa, if I seen that, I don't think I will fight him. <laughs> he looks like how black people, and I'm just using this term loosely, how black people play basketball is how he was taking boxing. And you don't just hop into a ring with somebody who has fake registered hands, unless you got fake registered hands yourself. All right. So that was just a mistake on his part. Also, what we have to understand is um, just because we're great, athletes are great in one sport doesn't mean it easily transfers, transfers over to another. We have the Bo Jacksons and the Deion Sanders and Allen Iversons. You understand people of that nature, but everybody who's great in one sport can't transfer over into another. So I feel as though that we kind of hold these celebrities and these high regards, especially our athletes, because they're so prominent in our community. They're just prominent in the sport that they play, not in everything that they do. And I want us to just keep that in the forefront of our mind. Um, also in viral culture, I should say, is the Dallas restaurant owner upset with women twerking on his table. I believe this is a restaurant in Dallas called True Kitchen. Um, the individual, the owner went viral, giving our melanated women a pep talk about how to conduct themselves in restaurants. And people had mixed reviews on what he was saying and where he was coming from. But if we are of a sound mind, we will understand that he might not have might not have said what he should have said correctly. But what he was saying was right on the money. There's a time and a place for everything. And we have to start we have to start as melanated people really holding ourselves accountable. Right. And I think it becomes difficult for us to do that because we are we're such in a race to define ourselves. How we choose to use those definitions are lucid. You know, there's a lot of gray areas. So one person might define themselves this way and somebody else using that same word would will use a totally different definition. As a collective, as a community, we have to find universal definitions to define us as a people. That's one of our biggest struggles when it comes to us um, collaborating on a higher level or, or on a higher frequency. Right. And we allow media to determine our fate. Um, one of the conversations that came from the spiel that this um, <laughs> the spiel, I don't even know where that came from. But from what the um, what the owner was saying is like, y'all wouldn't go to Ruth Chris doing that. I really put money into this restaurant to change the way they view us in nice establishments that we can have nice establishments and we not popping bottles all night or eating fried chicken all day. You dig what I'm saying? The, the normal stereotypes that melanated people typically come across. Right. And people felt as though that was a slap in the face because some people feel as though, oh, when we make it now, we want to act white. You know, now all of a sudden, now you want to be like, you want to be like Whitey, you want to be like the Caucasian. And it's kind of like, it's nobody wants to be like the Whitey, but we shouldn't want to be like niggas <laughs> all the time. You dig what I'm saying? Yes, our culture is strong. Yes, we have strong ties in this culture, but a lot of what we are is contingent upon what the media sells us to be. You get what I'm saying? And rap culture whole culture, you know what I'm saying, the two dominant areas that they choose to exploit us as, either as rappers or as hoes, that's where we get the most money from, that's where we feel as though that we have to act like to get attention, to get money, so here we are. So when somebody brings it to our attention that we don't have to act that way in order to get certain places in life, it rubs people the wrong way because 
They might have never thought of that. They don't really care. Or it doesn't matter. <laughs> Whatever the case may be. Um, and I thought that was relatively important for us to understand because even though he was talking to quote-unquote black women in particular, you know you can't really try to correct a black woman in that type of manner and expect no backlash. And that's just how it is. Any Any strong woman who has feelings for herself because they can say, oh, well, shoot, I paid money to be in here. You shouldn't play music that um, makes me want to dance. If this is how I dance and it offends you, you shouldn't play that music. Uh, weak argument, but cool. <laughs> I understand. If the, if the establishment that he has is going to be elegant, then the music should reflect the establishment. That's cool. That's cool. But just because you hear a thong song doesn't mean you're supposed to show your thong. You feel what I'm saying? Like, come on. So, it's a lot of catch-22s. It's a lot of things as a, as a melanated community we have to work on. But I think that we should not allow the media to determine our fate. And we have to hold ourselves much more accountable. All right? There's a time and a place for everything. And you know, everything's a viral moment these days. And if we're not mentally prepared, we can fall for these easy mind traps. You know what I'm saying? These mind traps, these... Uh, fields of mind traps to get us in these loops to have us to have us second guessing and overlooking. We have to strengthen our mental capacity. We have to um, strengthen our intellectual property. We shouldn't just fall for the rap culture or the whole culture or the sport culture or the entertainment culture. There's a lot of other areas that we can be dominant and prominent in to build intellect in to have stakes to have intellectual intellectual property stakes in other areas instead of the ones that they typically pay us for on the other side of this break we're going to continue our conversation We gotta raise our kids while we live and make a million off a record. Bell my niggas out of prison. Fuck a Benny or Alexis. My boys in the squatter. Freeway. Even though what we do is wrong. Yes, featuring Jay Z and Beanie Siegel. Got to know that. Instant classic. Instant classic. I almost let that whole song rock. It wouldn't have been no middle piece to this installment. <laughs> it would have been all Jay Z, Freeway, and Beanie Siegel. If you don't know, now you know. Yes, Freeway featuring Jay-Z and Beanie Siegel. Even though what we do is wrong. Keep Freeway in your prayers as well. I think he has some health complications. I believe he just lost a child or a family member. So yes, keep the legend, the God, Freeway in your prayers. Before we went into the break, we were talking about viral moments over the last 10 days. And another viral moment that I didn't have a chance to highlight in the first part of this installment had to do with some local news. If this is your first installment, we are based out of the DMV and Mayor Bowser's name was in the news. 
an individual, well, the news that I choose to follow. I don't watch mainstream news. And the person that I typically get my information from is a popular brother of the Islamic faith, um, of the Muslim faith, um, Brother Islam, Brother Reza Islam. And I was scrolling through his page to get my daily downloads, and Mayor Bowser's name came up. And it's in regard to the Bill B-23-1. One seven one, and give me a moment as I look this up. I believe this bill has to do with um, a child having the consent to vaccinate themselves, and as young as the age is ten. And the summary, as introduced, this bill um, permits a minor of any age to consent to receive a vaccine where the vaccinations is recommended by the United States Advisory Committee of Immunization, Immunizations Practices. It is also established that if a minor is able to comprehend the need for, the nature of, and any significant risks inherited in the medical cares, in the medical care, then informed consent is established. So this is what's going on. People, keep your ears to the street with this. I don't know where we stand currently when this installment drops. But this bill is some bullshit, okay? Yes, a child might have difficult situations and need to speak up for themselves, but there's a lot of gray areas when you give a child the opportunity or the, the chance to consent for something that they truly don't understand, all right? Without a consenting adult present, not just any adult, but a consenting adult present not informing that child on what the risks of these vaccinations might be or the risks of signing over your life or signing your name on a piece of paper at a very young age, not really knowing what you're signing, that's that's very, they're, they're treading in murky waters, as they say, in my humble opinion. And I thought that was something for us, for me to report on because there's a lot of bills getting passed right under our eyes. As 45 get ready to leave office, that's when a lot of the miscellaneous gets overlooked. The stuff that we probably should pay attention to, we probably aren't because we're in cruise control now. We're still riding the, the voting high. We're still riding 45 getting out of office high. We're still riding the low coverage of racism and police brutality, even though I'm pretty sure it's still existing this very moment. All right. Let's not let these next 30 days get us too comfortable that we are not keeping up with the momentum that we started at the beginning of this year. Because, you know, sometimes before I move forward, quick rant. You know, sometimes when we try real hard and we get some type of reward or result that's positive or that shows that we've won to a degree, we scale it back. You know, we, we don't take things as serious. We feel as though it's time to rest. And I don't want us to get too comfortable with resting that they start pushing these bills and pushing these vaccination laws and pushing all this information that we really should be paying attention to right under our noses and we're not even paying attention to it you dig what i'm saying so i just want us to keep that on the forefront of our minds as i transition into the next part of our conversation and the next part of our conversation is on a lighter note um in these next 30 days i'm starting to or getting ready to recognize green flags all right a lot of what we have been talking about in 2020 that I've came across as far as people that I follow is talking about recognizing red flags in individuals, jobs, 
partnerships, relationships, workships, situationships, just recognizing the red flags. And a lot of us focus so much on what we don't want. We aren't, we aren't, how can I say? We're not paying attention to what, what we do like. I had an installment when, when I talked about, I can't really remember the title, but I had an installment when I talked about when we typically make a list, we have a longer list of things that we don't like than we do like. And that, to me, can become an issue because if we only focus on the things that we don't like, how do we know or how can we purposefully find things that we do? And somebody will say, well, if I know what I don't like, that means the opposite I do like. And to a degree, that is true. But just because you like something, I mean, I'm sorry, just because you don't like something doesn't mean that you're going to like the polar opposite of that situation. That means you just don't like it. Okay, so let's not get hung up on the opposite being better for us or the other side. The green is the grass is much greener on the other side, because what you do on one side, you have to do on the other side, regardless if it's yours or the next ones. So when we speak about green flags, when I seen this list of items, I went through and picked out what I feel as though I feel are green flags and what I feel as though that I can look for and also work on at the same time. Um, one of those green flags was taking interest in that person's interests. A lot of times people say, oh, this is my love language. This is my love language. We have to learn how to practice the love language of the person that we're trying to love. <laughs> right. Not saying, oh, my love language is quality time. So I want you to spend all your time with me. But when that person, but the person I'm involved with says their quality, I'm sorry, their love language is words of affirmation. And I'm not giving them any words of affirmation because I'm only expressing my love through quality time. That person is getting the short end of the stick. So a green flag will be if an individual takes interest in your interests, that's a green flag. Also being a good listener. Also being vulnerable. We are in trying times right now. People find it hard to trust someone new. All right. But if that person is able to be vulnerable with you, to be open with you. And they, you can see the genuineness in what they're doing. That's a green flag. Um, also, when we talk about having green flags, that person has to have their own individual interests. All right. Sometimes when we find ourselves in these relationships or these situationships, one person gets entrenched in the other person's life. Sometimes you have to have your own mix so you can bring something to the mix. <laughs> you understand? So if I'm only, if my Kool-Aid is always grape Kool-Aid, maybe I want grape and something else. Maybe I want to mix flavors. But if the person is only contributing one thing or the thing or something that I already have, you know, sometimes it's good to switch it up. Sometimes it's good to have your own interests. And last but not least, last but not least, excuse me, they have to have decent coping skills. Not different coping skills, decent coping skills because everybody copes with things differently but as long as the way that they cope with them is decent in a manner in which it doesn't affect you or them or others around you that's decent if that person needs isolation recognize that tell them i see that you're dealing with something i'm gonna give you some time to get your thoughts in order i'm here when you need me or if that person is the type that needs to sit down and talk about it hey i see you going through something i'm here talk to me i can tell help that person Right. Because there's going to be a time when you need that help as well. And we don't want to be in these tit for tat. 
tug of war saying tug of war situation saying oh well you didn't help me in the way that i needed help so i'm not going to help you in the way that you need help and you know how that goes so when we're thinking about situationships workships relationships family ships friendships we already understand what the red flags are now let's start communicating our green flags so we're not telling this person to stop what they're doing but continuing to help you move forward in your growth one last break before we go. Yes, family, that was Kyle Lux, softly, little R&B vibes for you, off his Projectors EP. Definitely check him out. He kind of looks like my little brother. <laughs> and when I was looking at him, I was like, this is the person singing so soulful? When they talk about don't judge a book by its cover, I was judging. <laughs> Boy, I was judging. And ever since I was introduced to his music, I haven't stopped listening to it because it's just so soulful. It's so much passion. It's uncorrupted. You can tell that people was like, bro, you can really sing. And he was like, for real? I just, I just like singing. He's one of them type. And it's very good music, very good vibes, very pure R&B music. Kyle Lux, check him out. Before we go, family, I just want to remind us it's okay. It's okay to cry. It's okay to smile. It's okay to ask for help. 2020 is a wild one, but it's coming to a close. We got to gain some momentum. We have to gain some momentum. Okay? So to close this out, I'm not going to keep up, keep too much more of your time. Excuse me, I'm reading as I'm talking and I'm babbling. So there's a few things that I want us to consider with these next 30 days. I'm going to try to get as many installments as I can before 2020 is over. But the school year, the school year is different this year. Um, virtual learning isn't taking a toll on my teaching. It's actually going well, but it requires more of my time. Having to find different ways to get them to interact on the laptop and to show themselves on camera, um, it takes a lot of intellectual property. And I don't want it to take away from the conversations that we have here. So that's why the 10-day window still remains because I need the week to figure out what we're going to talk about and then the additional three days to put those thoughts into words. Because a lot of people ask me, like, yeah, like, I really like your installments. I just wish you would drop them more frequently. And I've tried. And when I've dropped them more frequently, my speech be off, my content be off to me. And I don't want, like I said, the intellectual property of 30 Talk to go down because I want to have so much volume. Okay? Quality over quantity. But we're going to try to pump out a little more quantity. All right? And we're going to try to incorporate voices as well. So if you want to get down... Him underscore not underscore them on the IG. Let me know. Got some got some things in store for us in 21. So, yes, let's just take it one step at a time. 
So with 30 days, these 30 days should prepare us for the next 365. In order, in order for us to do that, in order for us to understand that, we have to remember that lessons will be learned. Regardless, within these next 30 days, or Lord willing, in the next 365 days, we will always have lessons. And if those lessons have to be repeated, that means we haven't learned something. <laughs> it's just that simple. 2020 has found a unique way to simplify the difficulties that we have in our lives. Either we are or we not. The room for excuses, the window for excuses have closed a little bit, has shut a little bit. And if we are still trying to squeeze excuses through those windows, we're going to have a hard time getting past, getting certain things past people or getting certain ideas or concepts past people because of the lessons that we've learned. And if we keep repeating these lessons, that means we haven't learned something. We have to also remember that there is not better than here. Whatever's going on over there, they can keep that. We should keep building and striving and growing what we got going on over here. One of the lessons that I've learned in 2020 is that I have to stop worrying about what's going on over there. Over there got little to do with what's going on over here. You understand? And we have to keep that in mind. And we find ourselves repeating steps and finding ourselves in these loops because we keep peeking our minds, keeping up, keeping our minds and peeking our eyes using that gooseneck, you know, to see what's going on in that corner instead of taking heed to what we got going on in front of us. You see what I'm saying? And last, not lastly, but something that I want us to consider is that lessons are not always or shouldn't be always considered mistakes. Okay? It's just a lesson. It's just something that you need to learn. So it's, it's okay to take L's. It's all right to take that lesson. All right? It's okay to learn. In some cases, it's okay to lose. How can you know what winning feels like if you never lost? All right? That's why certain individuals have difficulty with losing because they never had the feeling of disappointment. The only thing that is consistent is change. So if, if we're not used to the consistent change, we're going to get disappointed when the results don't turn out in the manner or in the fashion in which we want them to. That affects our ego. Quick transition or segue, as they say. There's an unhealthy ego and then there's a healthy ego. I want us to focus more on the healthy ego. The healthy ego is reflective, responsive, and resourceful. The healthy ego can tolerate discomfort. A healthy ego takes ownership. All right. And lastly, a healthy ego maintains a healthy perspective. And that's what I want us to have or to practice or to put into practice with these next 30 days. It's important for us to take this time to figure out what's going to happen for us. Because it's going to happen to us regardless if we're ready or not. <laughs> Time is going to come. I don't want 2021 to show up and people are saying, dang, it still feel like 2020. Not to everyone. <laughs> people are leaving behind what they want to leave behind and taking what they need with them moving forward. And I want us to recognize our green flags, right? I want us to understand that our unhealthy ego can keep us from fulfilling certain roles or certain aspects that we want to accomplish in our personal experience. And we have to keep that in consideration. We should keep that in consideration, I should say. And I'm going to leave that there. As far as closing remarks, good family, like I said, I guess the theme of tonight's installment is the next 30 days. 
What we going to do? How we going to act? What is it that we want to achieve? What is it that we want to be remembered for? 2020 was memorable. What memories do we have? What memories were created? What memories do we want to forget? All right. These next 30 days should give us an opportunity to compartmentalize those ideas and thoughts. Okay. That should give us an opportunity to figure out, okay, is this really what I need or is this really what I want or should I not even need it or want it in the first place? I'm your host, Him Not Them. And if you really want to have this conversation with me, use these next 30 days wisely. Peace.